Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal, Sarah Sprinthal, Nand Mira, and Andy Rappernard. And we'll be back, kick things off with the family, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Or Car Selling Secrets. Car Selling Secrets. Oh, she's going to start singing. I could tell. Mine. <laughs> I could tell. Are you going to run the live? You don't want to do a live spot? Oh, I no, I thought you had a pre-recorded one. I do, do have a pre-recorded Not one for if us. you want. What? Usually run somebody else's commercials before we start. We can run mics after. Okay. You don't want to run mics? Well, I didn't know if we were doing a Walzer ad or not. No, we're not. No, just do the oh. run mics. That's fine. Yep. Okay. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive like presents Car Selling Secrets. Secrets. You're famous, hon. Yeah, you're famous. Yeah, but you only gave me Join me, Tom cut. Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk car. He only gave you what? We only got to make the most of your money and He gave you one cut to say Oh, that was it? I would have done it a lot different. Doug Sprinthal, Car Selling Secrets. Well, it's funny you mention that because we've actually been talking about changing the name of the podcast at some point. Because Why? Even though a lot of it is insider stuff on buying and selling cars, it's really turned more into people that are in the car business telling really interesting stories. In the studio with us today is my lovely bride. She's off from the church. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking at me. I lovely. Think. And, you the gen- are. and the general manager of our uh, Chrysler store in Hopkins, Nan Mira, and the disappearing Jimmy Francis, former <laughs> mayor of South St. Paul. <laughs> I thought he still was the mayor of St. Paul. No, I'm just, I was giving him a hard oh, time. I, I, like, to te- I, still I like to tease him a little He's bit. He's a good so. guy. Jimmy's a great guy. But I don't know if you listened to it. Last week we had Tom Ryan on, and we talked about books for an hour. Yeah. Right? We didn't really touch on cars much at all, mm. so it's, uh, it's kind of fun. I do have some car news that I'm going to read a little bit later, but one of the ideas, actually Sarah came up with this, is when we have guests in like yourself to start out by telling the story of the first car you ever owned, whether it was given to you by your parents or 
what it was and what was cool about it. What did you hate? What happened? So putting you completely on the spot, I did not prep Nand at all. Let's see what kind of an on-the-spot storyteller he is. <laughs> uh, let's see. So the uh, first car that I ever owned was a, if you Google the ugliest cars ever made, it uh, <laughs> pretty close. It was a yellow gremlin. Oh, he's going to oh, say gremlin. Oh, I was going to go. say. I was. So, so uh, yeah, and, uh, and the the bad thing about this vehicle was it was in mint shape. So you know what that means. That's going to last a Babes? long time. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was very low miles. Right. Uh, took me through high school and went to college. Now, where did you go to high school? Where did uh, you grow up? Highland Park Senior High. Okay. Yep. And uh, went to uh, college, and you can you know pretty much tell who your friends are pretty quick when you drive a car like that because yeah, they, they will be seen with you in that vehicle. <laughs> yeah, so that was the first car. Yeah, I have a, a friend of mine who's a musician, and her she's kind of kooky, and she and her husband have a mint lime green '72 Gremlin, and they can see him <laughs> posting pictures of it. Why on do Facebook. they hold up so well? That's, well, I don't yes. think that they do. I think that you know you can restore anything, right? Well, so, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, but this one was an old lady, uh, neighbor's wife that uh, you know unfortunately passed away, and two, you know twenty thousand miles on it, and of course, uh, your dad yeah. dashed out and bought <laughs> it. Great deal! You. And, what yeah. luck! Yeah, what but, luck! Yeah, a lot of my siblings learned how to drive on it, and so it was a, it had some sentimental value when it passed away. So. Do I could see that. Do you ever have the uh, urge to find another one? <laughs> no, this sort of a romantic <laughs> blast of the past? No, no, I will. Back in the those, days when uh, you had hair? It, that, <laughs> that would be cool, huh? That would be cool, yeah. My, uh, yeah, I don't have hair anymore. And uh, now I know what my, my mom used to tell me, that I have a face for podcasts. <laughs> oh, here, <laughs> here we go. Nice. Here we go. Another funny guy. That. That's great. It, I didn't know what she meant until, of course. Yeah, until today. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, podcast. Well, you're still on camera, though. Oh, am I? Yeah, they stream it. A lot, <laughs> a lot of people listen to this on YouTube. Is they, that they right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, my my, you, uh, you're showing the best side. Okay, it is yeah. my back. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. God. So where did you go to college, Nan? Uh, my, I did my undergrad in Minnesota. And then, as then I went to graduate school, uh, Hamlin Law. Yeah. So Nan's an attorney, and he packed it all in and started selling cars. So tell us how that journey. I wish Michael Bryant, the the PI attorney, was just here, but he had to go to a deposition. It would have been interesting. Interesting to have two lawyers. Have, have you have have you cross examined by <laughs> another Mike. attorney? Did you cross paths with George Latimer over there? No. Oh, you didn't. No, okay. I mean, he was dean. Yeah, of course, right. at, the, at the university. Yeah. I didn't know that. He, I, I came. I went to school after. Okay. Works, yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. So I actually went to law school when I was uh, selling cards with Walzer. Oh, so you did. Because yeah. I was going to say it wasn't that long ago he was. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, I really hated myself. So I said, you know, let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's go to full time law school. And I don't know if I'm going to be a car salesman or an <laughs> attorney. I know. Yeah. But I What's, do know I'm going to drink a lot. <laughs> I know. So my parents wonder what's next, politician, right? <laughs> so, you, so you're selling cars, you're doing well, and you decide, well, I still want to go and get a law degree. That's yeah, and a single parent on, on the side. Oh, yeah, so really? Yeah, yeah, beautiful two girls. So yeah, it was uh, you know, um, it was always a passion. So when you know, when you're going through undergrad, and one of the professors tells you that hey, you would be a, a good attorney, so that kind of sticks with you, if you, especially if you admire the professor, and so. I said, if I don't do it now and things yeah. are busy, I'll never do it. <laughs> it's because life well, see will never, you know, end being busy. So, 
Indeed. Here comes Jim. Oh, Jimmy oh, brought the chow brought back, food. baby. That is, that's what I was invited for, I thought, at lunch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was born to eat. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Correct. Mr. Hi, Mayor, I mean. Mayor of South St. Paul, Jimmy Francis, great guy. Yes, he's uh, he's a hardworking cat. You know, we're Facebook friends, and he posted a video. I, I, I admire him for doing this because South St. Paul is a small community. Back when it was, you know, 100 degrees, he gets cases of uh, water and ice, and he starts driving around, giving it to city employees and mailmen and yep. cops and stuff. And, oh, and it's kind of cool. That is, it is. You know, it, it's starring Jimmy Francis. It don't is. don't don't get it wrong. I mean, there's <laughs> well, well, when you when you come to he's Walter's a young man. I don't Jeep Dodge in Hopkins. We give you cold water. That's right. Yes, fresh out of the. That's right. It's yeah. not recycled water. It's, it's recycled, actual real fresh. water. I yeah. got to tell you, you know, if if you're trying a case, yes, you got those dark eyes, man. If you make a face, you'd scare the piss out of somebody <laughs> with those eyes, man. Like that is correct. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Man. So, what kind of law did you specialize in? Well, when you go to law school, you don't really specialize. Uh, I mean, in... but what was your plan? Had you pursued that? Uh, it, it would have been, you know, criminal defense and something okay. that I would, you know, uh, would do pro bono. Um, and uh, my objective was to once I retire and this this would be, you know, a line of work that I would like to be in that, you know, you wouldn't hopefully when you're retiring don't need that much income. So you actually can be picky about the cases you would have and people you want to help. And That's a great this, idea. Yeah, so it would give me opportunity because you don't, you know, physically maybe I won't be able to do as much, but mentally... And, uh, you know, I am a pretty smart man. So oh, and well, humble. I, yeah, I mean, just humble, uh, really some, intelligent, handsome as hell. That is correct. You know, yeah. It's just a shock that you're it single. Shocking. shocking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How did that ever happen? I know. And that's, that's phenomenal. Just, it is. I, you know, it's. You know, I, those are those are things that you're given, you know, from God. Yes, parents. God. And you that, should, yeah. you know, you should be, you can't you should be appreciative and bring them up whenever, <laughs> whenever you get a chance. You get some sort of a shirt. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't want shirt. any confusion I, on that. You know? I, I mean, if you're good looking, you should I seem say. I remember it. you telling me that you were working on, and I can't remember what it's called when you get uh, people that are wrongfully incarcerated. Did you work? Yeah, the Freedom the, Project is the big one, right? right. Innocence did. Clinic is a big oh, one man. in Minnesota, and uh, yeah, I I did spend a year working in in, in that uh, on that project with the, basically we're volunteer lawyers or student lawyers that uh, work on cases that people are on death row, and and unfortunately some of them have wrongfully you know been committed and. But as people will tell you, nobody in prison is uh, guilty. Right. They're all innocent. They're, they're yeah, innocent. well, that's very, very – you know, I, the, the guy just served 27 years for a murder. He, he didn't commit the murder. Just got to – and I wonder how you in your head – because as you go through life, you know, I'm you know, I'm now 30, I'm now 40, I'm now 50, and you're kind of going through it all in your brain. And if you did that and you were in prison the whole time and you didn't do anything wrong, can you imagine trying to get that straight in your head – what at least a third of your life has been thrown away? Gotta be tough. It is tough, and, and and people think marriage would do that to you, but that's. <laughs> he's working the room, ladies and gentlemen. I'm he's here Thursday, baby. Yes, I'll I be gotta, here again Friday night seven. I gotta get my phone and start finding my single friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I need all the help How I can get. Can I lose? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That is. 
I kid, I kid. How do you feel about seventy-year-old Catholic chicks? We got one in mind. Oh, there you go. I only. He's an entrepreneur and he's an attorney. And those eyes, woo! Very exactly. If Tom says it, of course. No, I'm just saying for women, probably oh, look at those beautiful eyes. For men, it's like look at those scary eyes. You know, like that kind of I deal. do have shades I could wear. So that's <laughs> nah, not Corey. Don't do it. Don't Reflector do it. sunglasses. You did it, didn't you? I like you, did you did it. it. You did it. Pretty phenomenal. Harry I don't know, Mason, did I? Just, just confess on the stand. Just confess. Just confess. Right we have two minutes for the show left. My favorite of all time, and it's out there still somewhere. I haven't seen it in a long time. But there is a guy on the stand. And he's wearing a baseball cap. And I thought, why are they letting him wear his baseball cap in court? That's correct, yeah. And I'm thinking, why are they letting And then finally, I, it, as the case went on, I found out the attorney, so the prosecutor says to the guy, was that the hat you were wearing when you committed the crime? He goes, no, I was wearing a different hat. <laughs> oh, my that God. That had to be TV. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a real case. It was a real case. Wow. He, they said, is that the hat you wear? That's why they let him wear the hat, because they knew the guy's a dumbass, and they'd trap him. Is that the hat you were wearing when you committed a crime? No, I was wearing a different, different hat. hat. <laughs> no, I was wearing my NWA. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Northwest yeah. Airlines is what you meant, of course. That's right. Yeah. Sir. What did you think I meant? That's... Somebody had an attitude or something. I don't know. I'm not sure. Never heard of them. Me either. <laughs> like a Croatian group. Yeah, NWA, the Croatian group. So where did you grow up? I grew up in St. Paul. Oh, you did? Okay. Uh, and uh, so then we moved across the river and went to you know, Bloomington. And so yeah, Highland Park and and, and Bloomington. Where we so you, you, you grew up right in that Highland Park area? Yep. That's yep. a great area. It is a great area. I love yeah. that neighborhood. Great ice cream places. Great. Have you noticed how expensive houses are in Highland Park? They've gotten really expensive. Are, are they? No, really? Yeah. I lived uh, for a year or so after I got a, out of college with friends on Eleanor Avenue by the Parkway, by Davern and 17-something or other. And oddly enough, I named my daughter Eleanor and never made the connection. It's like, oh, wait yeah, a minute. Wait a second. <laughs> But this no, house was built in the 30s. I think it was two bedrooms, unfinished attic. And I happened to be driving by there a year ago, and I saw a for sale sign for it. And it looked nicer. It looked like they'd probably redone the deal. Yeah, 585. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, and it's, you know, it can't be more than 1,200 square feet. I'm like, really? Wow. Yeah. It is it is a sought after. It used to be, you know, it's, some of the houses are becoming available, but... They were older people. Yeah, the, ones, the, yeah, the right. reason they're becoming available is they're retiring, and you know, so the longevity of ownership in that neighborhood is pretty long. Yeah. The, people, the houses don't turn as much. So yeah, it's Sarah's a beautiful neighborhood. Grandmother's from well, the College Streets, which isn't quite Highland Park, but it's close. Mac Groveland. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's Berkeley. Stanford. 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 Wait a minute. Who 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 lives in? My mom Met- grew up there. Oh, she did. Stanford. My uncle still Andy lives there. he lived over there when he was going to college. So that was good. Then he was yawning. Yeah, so her mm-hmm. uncle, Sarah's uncle is a retired St. Paul cop, lives in the house that he grew up in. Oh, that's very nice. That's really cool. But yeah. did you ever go to Cecil's, man? I love Cecil's. Oh, yes. God, I love Cecil's. Good. Well, the first time I ever walked in, there's a, this old Jewish man sitting. He's looking at the menu, and he, he's just looking and shaking his head. And finally he goes, Eigewalt. I'm like, man, this is a Jewish deli. <laughs> now we're talking. I love that place. Yeah, that great whole, food. Oh, that whole area over there, just a really great neighborhood. It's yeah. changing. The broiler closed, I what, know. two years ago? St. And Claire. now they're building yeah. some big, like, 
multi-use deal right across the street where the gas station used Snuffy's to be. closed too now. Yeah. Yep. yep. So did Powers. It was. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Powers. What is the young Quinlan still open? <laughs> well, YQR is not open anymore. It's gone. The building still says YQR. Does it, so it really? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, don't absolutely. know what this Tarbeck thing is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why did they name it Young Quinlan anyway? Was there an old Quinlan? I think it was Young, young Quinlan. and Quinlan. Young Quinlan Rothschild. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. I didn't. Young Quinlan Rothschild is YQR at first. Absolutely. And then they kicked out Rothschild. And then it went to Young and Quinlan, I think. Young Maybe and, not. It just yeah, it became Young Quinlan after that. Yeah. yeah it did. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. Rothschild probably went back over and started started the winery and made billions. So those yeah. listeners that are not uh, over 50 or didn't mm-hmm. live in St. Paul, it was a big... It was kind of like Dayton's. Powers? Right? Uh, you no, know, Young and Quinlan. Oh, Young Quinlan. Yeah, well, I think, I think at some point... Dayton got involved in that somehow. Did they? I, don't, okay. I don't know how that was, but I loved YQR, man. I thought it was fantastic. I really did. And Powers, too. Yes. All of, of that. Course, yeah. Beautiful but stories. Did oh. you ever, now, now, Ballpark, how old are you? Uh, or exactly. He's yeah. a guy. And he's <laughs> Ballpark, yeah. 40, ballpark, like 24, I should say, or 42. <laughs> so you're 42? Yeah, so you're not old enough to remember Pudges then? No, the, no. Pudge's was a bar over on, you know, where Muller Jewelers. Uh, yes, yes, uh, yes. gorgeous. Well, Pudge's was Muller. across the street from the Ford plant. That's right? exactly right. And Tiffany's. How did you know? I'm old enough to go there. I'm going oh, to be are? 61 this fall. God, there I can't go. believe it. We went there in high school because you could get Pudge's. beers for a quarter. Ixnay. <laughs> Although Pudge is dead now, so never mind. I guess you can say yeah. that all you want. It all works out. I think the statute of limitations on underage drinking <laughs> expired I was quite about a him, while not ago. You. I was trying that's to keep him right. safe. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. They're not going to. God, it's, uh, it is terrific. So, how'd you get involved in the car business? Well, the, the, you uh, know, we actually should take a break before oh, man geez, launches really into this right? really, really the long story. Stories. Let's take a break. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me too? No. (laughs) (laughs) God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. I still never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. 
and Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Good for both eyes only. What if you're a one-eyed guy? What do you do? <laughs> what are you going to do? You get another one-eyed friend of yours. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Just like the Corvette deal. <laughs> That's right. I'll take one contact. You take the other one. We're good to go. We're good to go. Yeah, that'll be good. We make a nice pair. Speaking of Corvettes, uh, before we get into the story, I think the, the guy and his up? dad that won it are going to pick them up. They were supposed oh. to do it today, but I think they're going to pick them up tomorrow. Oh, they are going to pick them up. Jim John. Yep, Jim John. Really nice guy. Retired. I think he was in the Navy. And he's a, a like a nuclear engineer or something like that. And he's giving what? it to his dad. He listens to KQ. Yeah, he's a nuclear right. engineer. Listens well, to the man listens right. to it, and he's I, an attorney. That's <laughs> he's right. A... I'm looking for opportunities to sue. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I'm listen to your show, and yeah. I'd like to sue, sue you. you. Now. That'd be good. Here's how you many hours I have in. <laughs> I will tell you that I have a lot of hours. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Well, you would not be the first person to sue me because of the KQ morning show. That's <laughs> Haven't lost yet. That's the that is yeah. I'm not going to pursue something I'm going to lose. All right, I want to ask you one question because I've never understood that. Why is it in the United States, if somebody sues you and loses, you still have to pay your own fees? Why? Well, well, judge can actually do that. They can actually have the other party. Oh, they can. Yeah, pay for your attorney fees as well. I mean, in each each good lawyer, most of them will ask. You know, hey, you know, in your in your uh, on your you know whoever's representing you, they would ask for attorney fees, anything associated Mm -hmm. with that. But if it is a frivolous you know lawsuit, we really didn't have merit. You know, and if it got to that place, they would say, yeah, you got to pay. The entire oh they yeah. do yeah oh, there, well, there are cases that they would do good. that but but if I was your attorney we would be getting everything from that side too well, I like mm-hmm. yes. ah, that sell, sell 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 that's what I do Brian, I wake up out. in the morning I gotta sell everybody on myself first <laughs> including me right, exactly you are ahead so <laughs> it's it is exactly. an interesting question my little sister is an attorney as well and I asked her that because yeah. in England. If you sue somebody and you lose, you're, you're, you, you have to pay. pay. She yeah. says there's no perfect system. The problem with that is it prevents people that probably have uh, Case. w- winnable cases mm-hmm. from not pursuing it oh, because they're afraid the that chance. if they lose, yeah. they could bankrupt themselves. Yeah. So it c- does kind of make sense. Yeah, the beauty of our system is that we have, you know, it's the newer system, right? United States being right. know, has well, we uh, took ninety percent of England's and then cut out the crap we didn't like. Exactly, yeah. it, it is a <clears throat> improved. So kind of what is, the Episcopalians uh, did to the Catholics. I didn't want to say it. Yeah. Why but not, thank hon? You for saying it. it is a better union. Our constitution, you know, our laws are right. have evolved. So, right. they, you know, so this is My, this I is what you get. The first time, though, in the first case, going back several years now. I got my first monthly statement from my attorney, and I looked at the hourly fee, and I said, what the hell do you do in one hour that's worth that much? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like, my God. Like, I wish I made that much money in an hour. Yeah. I, I had and, one uh, once when I was dissolving one of my unions. And what, what union? I swear union? she was, was the, the union? Yes, it was the seal workers union. The seal workers union. <laughs> union was dissolved. I swear the attorney I mean, was a member of the... A lot of people the, that try to dissolve those people. Yeah. She was a member of the slow talkers of <laughs> no, she America. America. Was she really? Oh, God. No, who was the the union or the other the, your lawyer? <laughs> the lawyer. <laughs> well, the she talked really. Sarah, do you have to go home now? 
She just goes, this is not what she signed up for. <laughs> I didn't sign up. She's for rarely this. speechless. This is fun. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I think it's going to be a long afternoon. I'm sorry, it's not my show. So anyway, back <laughs> to how did you wind guy. up <laughs> picking <laughs> the car business? Careers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, you know, I mean, it is one of those things that after you dissolve your union, um, uh, it is so the story starts there is basically you know I was in, in a career where I was traveling quite a bit and and uh, you know basically around the world as well and so few are actually going to have uh, you know uh, kids that you have to care for and yeah. you don't have a yeah. partner at home that has to do it as a primary thing so you do need a career that has you you know at home you don't travel and and uh, you know and as I brought up my kids, you know, Walzers were great about, you know, uh, balancing uh, my schedule so I could, you know, be with my kids when I had them and, and work when I didn't. So. Spend all, every Sunday with them. Exactly. <laughs> every and, Sunday. And I had them. Day. And I had holidays. my kids every Sunday. You yeah. know, I mean, I, you know, yeah. pick them up Saturday night and, you know, and uh, they would be with me, you know, the weekend, basically. So it was, it really worked out from a, that perspective that it, this is, you know, it's a great opportunity to be with your kids, not travel and have a career, so. So when did you start? Was it right in the middle of the recession? It right? is. I, Brilliant. You know, I know how to pick. Them. I got a great this idea. Is, Let's sell is, cars when everybody's losing their job. Exactly. And this is how good I am. <laughs> Might be coming again if we don't keep an eye on I it. Don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I think we have a little bit of a consumer confidence there that will yeah. keep us from going yeah. there. So I hope you're yeah. right. Yeah. That would be very, very nice. It's funny. Yeah. Somebody mentioned that to me the other day. So are you worried about the recession? And I'm like, well, it's, it, we're not in one yet. The signs aren't. I think what's different if we go in one now versus 08 is that structurally there's nothing inherently wrong. Our debt is a little high, and that's yep. not great. A little. But we don't have the mortgage crisis that can really, no. really yeah. just blew no, stuff true. up. That it, Germany did their their economy retracted last quarter. They were down. So I think I think a recession is you have to have contraction in like two or three consecutive yep. quarters. Yeah. Yep. You, to be a real, you know, a yeah. real one is it's three, but two will give you the indication that you are in one. But and it's always, it's not the people, I remember back in 09 and 10, because those are scary times for car dealers, and, and, and a lot of other people, really. Um, it's not the people that lose their job, because in Minnesota right now, I think unemployment's at like 3%, yeah, which is really full employment. Yeah, and during 7. the recession in 09, I don't think it hit 7 No. So it's twice as bad as it is now, but yeah. so it's not the people that lose their jobs; it's everybody else that thinks they're gonna. Yeah, and, and it's consumer confidence. Oh, it yeah. is a yeah, consumer yeah. confidence, and also if you look at the retraction or unemployment, it, you know, it's not like you know, the money or the, or the the economy goes. It's the percentage, right? It right. really needs to be one or two percent, but and it's there. But at the end of the day, yeah, it the it, and it doesn't affect a lot. You know, most people. But unfortunately, when it does affect a small number of people, it affects our interest rates, affects right. you know, consumer you know, confidence. Well, and if you're <laughs> Italian, you can buy great American brands like Chrysler. <laughs> F yeah, Fiat owns Chrysler. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. FCA. So yep. Nand is the general manager of our Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram store in Hopkins. And Chrysler is, they're like, I th compare them to, they're like Rocky Balboa. Every 10 to 15 years, they get the crap kicked out of them. Um, they went bankrupt during uh, the Carter administration, right? And they restructured under Lee Iacocca. They paid the loan back so quickly, 
that the government had a hard time calculating the interest. It's like, oh, we never thought we were going to get this <laughs> yeah, money back. What do you, what do you mean there's a big yeah. check, Lee? And I think he gave it to Walter Mondale, if I remember right, because he was VP at the time. So then again, yeah, uh, early 2000s. A great man, Lee Iacocca. You know, yeah. He's yeah. a great businessman. The anagram is amazing. Yep. That that happened. I am the chairman of Chrysler Corporation of America, spells Iacocca. Yep. Oh, that's, that's amazing right. that to is, me. Is. How the hell did that ever happen? <laughs> that's how he applied there. Yeah, he changed his name. Man. You know, Andy, are you sick of carrying non? Because Andy bought his uh, last vehicle at your store. Oh, wonderful! I bought a Jeep Renegade that from is Campbell. A beautiful vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, from Campbell. Yeah. yeah, that's a you know Jeep. You know, the coolness factor goes up right away once you have a Jeep. Just, well, exactly. as soon as people get in that car and drive off, it's like whoa. That's why I bought it. They have more friends. So, yeah. <laughs> Andy bought just, it yeah. when he was single, and now he's going to get married in well, October. That is, that is true. It's that all is, because of the Jeep. It is the Jeep. I, Total you know, chick Tom, magnet. I will, you know, you need to get a Jeep. He's I, already I married. Oh, you should drive the a coolness. Jeep. Yeah, for now. <laughs> uh, coolness factor. You know, we all need coolness factor. Yeah, we do, well, indeed. Yeah, you can always use it. I was on the phone more. this morning. Mike Bilski is one of the advertisers on this show and the morning show, and I was on the phone with him. He owns a bank. Oh, he's good. North American Bank. We like banks. He, uh... Catherine, I'm on the phone with the. He is the chairman of the bank, oh. and Catherine says, "Ask Mike something for me." And I'm going, "Okay, Mike." Uh, Catherine wants to know something. I'm just going to pass it on from her. I said, "Okay, what? What did you want to know, honey? How can you be such a nice guy and a banker?" Whoa! <laughs> wow! That is well. And then basically she decided it's because he's not a corporate banker. Ah. <laughs> That's why they decided well, that. Catherine hadn't had her morning vodka yeah, yet, apparently. That, yeah, that can be said about boozer. me, too. How could you be nice and yeah, then nice, they fill in the blank? Yeah, just fill in the blank. And well, be an asshole radio. at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There you go. It's, uh, it's absolutely true. We were just, what were we talking about during the break that I, I, was, I was asking on a question? And I can't remember what it was. It was I was really deep. Well, you were telling the story about a friend of yours that became an attorney at forty, right? His, a friend of mine's dad. Yeah, but it was some, there was something I was asking. Sarah, you can said, you re- save this for the show? Can, can, can you, you play uh, the tape the, again? Yeah, the <laughs> Andy, could you play it back? Yeah, was, no, I'll figure number. it out. I'll figure out what the, the situation. Mm, yeah, is. we we'll probably um, have another oh, break. One thing I did want to, I yes. know one thing I want to bring up to you. You talked about traveling all around the world. Yes. One thing I loved about that, and I didn't do it all over the world. I did it all over the United States for several years. People go, God, that must be so cool and exciting. It's just to be able to do it. I'm like, for the first year it is. And it then is. after that, it's like, oh, oh my God. Goodness. Exactly. <laughs> and people, you know, I hate hotels. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, I Literally, I mean, awful. It, it's... People, you know, glamorize that, and but yeah, if they you, do. you, I mean, if you're after you've been traveling and you your own bed, your house, and just there's nothing like it, and no, uh, yeah, true. the but you get to see, you know, you I I still like traveling. Uh, it is you know you get to see wonderful things, wonderful yep. people. Uh, I always say the world gets smaller the more you travel. Yeah, uh, no, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So speaking of which, and yes. this it doesn't it has to do with travel, but I was listening to your show this morning, and you guys did a story about some guy that I guess he'd fought off cancer successfully. Oh yeah, invited well, this... thirty eight of his friends to yeah. Hawaii on a million frequent flyer miles, and I'm like, there's no way, because it, it's got to be. A round trip to Hawaii for f- using frequent flyer miles got to be a hundred thousand, maybe a hundred and twenty. Yeah, yeah. So you know that's so maybe that's 10 people, eight maybe. people. Yeah, eight people. That's true. I just it, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Had a but you know that if you, with that many miles, unless he was it. flying from one Hawaiian island to the other, then yeah, he could probably yeah, get well, it. Then he could do yeah, it. But, 
Well, we all our family vacation was always, you know, you we would I would stay at Marriott, so family vacation was always paid for by Marriott points, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you know frequent flyer miles take you anywhere, you know, including we flew out to Europe once, and so it was. Those are kind of the perks, but they that never is, make yeah. up for, you know. No, I did it for a couple of years. I was a full-time used car buyer before they invented internet buying, and it was fun for the first week. Yeah. And the rest of the time, and it's so boring because there's nothing to do when you're done work. The work part I loved, Negative. the hunting down cars and trying to find value other people didn't see, that was just great. But then you're done at 5 in the afternoon in Columbus, Ohio, or some Bars open, like that. Well, yeah, you can't open. do that Me either. Because <laughs> if you look in the bar, it's all guys that have been yeah, on the road yeah, too long. That's right? true. And for me, that what what happened was I I realized I was becoming a little too arrogant. And this was not you. Did you nah, did you guys nah. fly much after nine eleven in the uh, following three or four yeah, months? I did, but Catherine. So did. if you remember right, there's nobody on the planes, there right? And then the, the captains would right. come out and they'd have these fierce speeches about even our doors are locked and we're never. Right. But if you flew a lot, you'd always get first class. Yeah. I started to get upset internally if, if I had to. to sit next to somebody in oh first class. Oh, my God. Because, and then I'm like, I need to knock tone this down a little bit. This is not, <laughs> exactly. very, very not true. good. Well, you know what's cool about traveling? Is you were, and, again, it just popped into my head, and it will for the rest of my life. We're talking about traveling from here, there, and everything, and you mentioned Marriott. And I went, oh, J.W. Marriott in Tucson. Yep. I mean, that kind of stuff just goes yep. boop. Yeah, it's a great hotel. It, yeah, I mean, it was, you do get used to some of those things that you know it's kind of the usual thing. You know, you go yep. to this place, they yep. kind of know you, and yeah. the setup is right. So you, it's not so much maybe you're looking for the luxury or anything, but the setup. Right. You know, it's just I know it's going to be like this. Boom, boom, boom. I know, you know. So I can still in my head in 1979, I went to the Raphael Hotel in Kansas City on the Plaza. And to this day, I can see the chest of drawers where I put my shirts, and I forgot to clean the drawer. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm know. assuming somebody's wearing them around. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> they, they, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, all and those things. My clothes look better on other people, so it did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about so, that. Whenever you, I forget something. Last night writing this stuff down here, you really, there's a side of you I haven't seen before. Is that right? Let me get you down to the really Red fun. Menace down by the uh, the TCF Bank. They have open mics on Tuesdays. God, honestly, yo, God, tonight's Thursday. I'm supposed to go see Dr. Pete out at, he's got the man cave out in Hopkins. Oh, right the yes. You know. You yes. know what I think we're going to do tonight? This will, this is I I love this. Seven o'clock, Coon Rapids Andover plays Bowling Green, the opening of the Little League World yeah, Series. Absolutely. I turned Sarah on to Little League World Series a couple of years ago, and I, I'm not fanatical about it. I don't watch it all, but just these kids are so cool. They're so f- excited about yeah. it. Yes. They're really into it. And the announcers are trying to jazz up the game. So the graphics. We were watching the playoffs what last weekend, and it's like Nan Mira. 4'11", 105 pounds, favorite actor, Darth Vader. Like, these kids are 12. They don't really have much to talk about. I know. But Although I love some that, of them they... have gone through the change, and they're yeah. like, I mean, so, some of these guys it's look like... It's like a glimpse into middle school. you got the teeny little dude and then the 5'8", the you know, 160-pound yeah. kid. It's a very interesting. It really runs it the gamut. Yeah. It... You see that kid that hit that home run? That It's just dead center field. That kid... 
was bigger than me, and he's 12 years old. That's yeah. what I mean. It's, Holy. I had well, to you get ask. to see it in music, too, right? I mean, my yeah, kids hear right. music that, they, you know, in orchestra. And when they're Ooh, fresh. we're going to have to interrupt this exciting oh, music goodness. orchestra story oh, for a quick break. You knew I was going to bring this up. Hold on I, to I, it. Just, hold on to that, man. This is excitement. Stand by, listeners. This, is, is, this is what we live for. This is what we do. We'll be right back. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutramost. I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months. Thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me. Having a coach keeps you accountable and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from clients submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the new to most weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details. All right, Nan, and so continuing back. with the orchestral maneuver is, story. Yes, the orchestral yes, maneuver. In, yes, get some coffee in you guys because this is good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What a wise ass you are. I love it. Nan's normally quite serious, actually, but this is, a, this is great. You need to get out more. So anyway. Anyways, so, um, yeah, so, you know, talking about, you know, um, Little League and, you know, how, but, you know, I have two daughters that, unfortunately, or fortunately, of course, they their choice was that, you know, they played a little sport, but not that much, but uh, music was something that they did uh, participate in, and one of them is in the orchestra, and, you know, you get to see, you know, but the freshman in high school yeah. level is to the seniors. Seniors are like professionals. Are they in Woodbury? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, a great school and great music program. So that that was my, you know, I wanted to be included in the story, of course, with my kids. You yeah, know? no, I get it. If you're going to show me your kids' pictures, guess what? There's an album that's coming <laughs> There's your an way. album coming your <laughs> exactly. way. Exactly. I, I would, I, you know, being a musician, my daughter played until I think ninth or ninth grade or so and i enjoyed going to the concerts and stuff like that the, the thing that she did that i did not like and thankfully she only did it for a year dance ah, oh alex yes. did it for about 45 years oh Ooh. god that's a long that's saturday so it was, yeah about 14 hours oh. yeah. 
And it's not there. cheap, you know. I'm, I'm no, it is in it. It's like whoa. Oh, no. No, it's very I said, expensive. can I sew the costumes or something? And like, right. God <laughs> forbid. No. I know it's going to be hard, Nancy, to believe, but I'm, we're at, we're one time we're at one of those 12-hour, 14-hour specials out, out at Big Lake High School. Okay, they're, they're all out there doing this thing. And this guy comes over. He goes, hey, I listen to the show. And, you know, I want to come over and say hello. Nice to meet you and all the rest of it. So he goes, so you like these dance things? And I said, well, let me put it this way. Watching my daughter dance is a joy. Watching your daughter dance is not. <laughs> oh, my God. Hopefully he laughed. He did. He understood okay. he, what I he meant. He said the same thing about you. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. right. I mean, that's when my point. kid's up there, it's great. The rest and of us are gone for Christ's sake. Where's true. the talent? For God's sake. <laughs> well, there you yes. go. But, no, it, uh, it worked out. It was fine. But, yeah, dance. Yeah. It's a tough road to hoe. It is, wow. and you know, they all want to participate. You know, that's, oh yeah, that's, yeah. That's another thing. That, uh, you know, it's and it, it's a you know, it's a money making industry. And there's mm-hmm. oh, oh yeah. every other corner has oh, a yeah. dance studio. I happen to tell a story by coincidence. The very first time Catherine ever went on the internet, because what what do we have dial up out there in nineteen yeah. whatever it was? Uh, 90, yeah, I think everybody ninety nine or something. Up. It was about nineteen ninety eight or something. There or seven. Mm, when I was think it? Uh, yeah, 98, we got, first got dial-up. First got dial-up. So my daughter's in dance, and Catherine, uh, there's the, you know, the, the fathers and the daughters, you know, the daughter dance, all the rest of it. So Catherine thought, oh, this has got to be kind of cool. i got to get something for both of them. First thing she ever enters on a computer is father-daughter. Don't ever do ah, that. Yeah, don't do that. Yes. Don't ever do that. Well, not and, in 1998 especially. Oh, yeah. my God. No safe search back <laughs> then. Yeah, no. The good news is it take about half an hour to don't download yeah, a single picture. <laughs> What's, oh, my God, what is that? <laughs> what the hell is that exactly? No, it's, oh, that stuff said joy. Having, how old are your kids? Uh, sixteen and seven, almost seventeen and eighteen. So, seventeen and eight, zero, seventeen and eight. Yeah, they about fourteen and a half. So, so they got one more year to talk to you, and then months. they're not going to talk. Exactly, to you. they're you know they, they've already you know disavowed me from you know I used I I, I used to say that I, you know I'm the uh, chauffeur in the bank. Yes. Now I'm just the bank. No, you're they, just the bank because yes. they drive. They drive. So, <laughs> so now you're just the bank. No. So the That's role keeps thing. shifting, and people have telling me that you know Doug that. The bank part doesn't change. <laughs> yes, I'm kind of think figuring that out. Well, it actually did in my family because my dad was never the bank, but then when I got older, I was the bank. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> so, you know I, I'm I mean? hoping for that as you know, go, as they go through college. Yeah, and, they start their own <laughs> bank. Exactly. They no, become a bank, and I can, I can. Uh, I'm not a big bank, by the way. So that's no. so they would have to compared to most people. Not, none of us are big banks. Exactly. Everybody's a billionaire now. I like, know. How did that happen? I know. How did I, that happen? This how. Exactly. I'm asking the question. How did that happen? Well, is there a roadmap? On an automotive-related note, I made some notes here in case you didn't have any jokes or oh you sucked at this. Well, but I think he's done pretty well for I think he's done great. Segment. He's done really good. Uh, Uber, uh-huh. their last quarter, guess how much money they lost? Yeah, that's right. It was more than a buttload that I don't remember. Five point two billion dollars. <laughs> but that was after distribution, so they didn't really lose that. Yeah. They well, took they a lost a lot of money out of. They it. lost three eight in the first quarter. So. Yeah, yeah, they did. And the stock is stock is brutal. Yeah, tanking. Yeah. Why is that? It seems to me to be a system that really works. Why would they be? Well, I don't think th- I, I. You know, as an insider, as a. Uh, 
as a former Uber driver, you can see where the flaws are. They're not charging enough for their product because oh, the users, okay. for the most part, think it's there's no reason for them to be 40% less than a cab. People, I, business mm -hmm. people that I talk to would actually pay more for Uber because the experience is better. It is. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're yeah, dumping all this money into self-driving vehicles, and then to save expenses, they're cutting the percentage that they pay the drivers it used to be you know the drivers would get 60 65 70 percent now it's down to like 20 or 30 oh. so they've got huge turnover it's just i don't i don't i think they've got a great app i think they've got an interesting model but i think their management just they don't know what they're doing it's, yeah yeah i think another part is going to be amazon's not going to you know, they're going to be participating in that distribution system because of the, just the amount of business they do. Right. In yeah. the, in, in, logistics is the name of the game. And yeah. I think that's as Amazon That's something Amazon's great at. Exactly. Although, so, interestingly enough, FedEx just severed ties with them. From, with Amazon? With Amazon, yeah, last week. Did they really? Yeah. Yeah. I think... Do you know anything about that, hon? I mean, no, you're I saying yes. I just saw yes. the story. Oh, okay. They, they, they do quite a bit with UPS, They weren't though. making enough money off mm -hmm. of it. They oh, really? That's what FedEx wasn't? Mm-hmm. Well, the U.S. Postal Service doesn't make any money off it. Mm -hmm. They have an agreement with the U.S. Postal Service. They don't make any money. Yeah, I like, think what the that hell is that? Fed, that's what FedEx said. They it wasn't worth it for them to do uh, it. Well, you know, Bezos needs he's got to get up to three hundred yeah. billion. That'd, that'd be he good. doesn't have enough. Yeah. Doesn't have enough money but yet. Is he married now? Is it, no, 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 he's yeah. unmarried. There's, there's my path to become a billionaire. Yeah, you could marry. He's a very that beautiful woman. Correct. His ex-wife. Yeah, very yeah. pretty woman. I was and she's flexible himself, because she I only ex-wife was a better choice. She yes. only took like twenty percent of the that's company, scary. so she's. Understanding, warm-hearted. She yeah, likes forty-seven she billion. She likes bald guys. She likes yeah. bald. That's yeah, correct. that's right. Bees is a bald guy. Does he have dark, good. beautiful eyes like mine? Yeah, beautiful I eyes does like you. yours. That's exactly. We Walter will be looking for a general manager <laughs> position <laughs> shortly at a Chrysler store in Hopkins. What well, she has as the soon longest, as I had my first billion, then I'll. She has the longest neck of any living human. Her yeah. neck is like this like longer than Shelley Duvall. Like a giraffe. Yeah, she got a giraffe neck. Wow. I mean, she's a pretty woman. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. They have those necklaces in Africa. That yeah. Just... Oh, the Ubangis. Yes. She would she'd be a model yeah, the, over there. You know, we ran out of <laughs> circles to put around your neck. She took them all. <laughs> I, what, yeah, because they were... Why did they stretch their neck, Andy? I think it's a beauty could. thing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I think it it's is a beauty, beauty thing. Oh, it's a beauty thing? It is. For that culture. Uh, why did people used to, you know... Crush their feet into the, the oh, Chinese those, foot yeah, binding. The Chinese foot binding. It was yeah. a beauty. It was a yeah, exactly. Why did people? Why did they? We used to wear corsets. Why did they put lead-based makeup on it, their faces? It, it, culture oh. is an amazing thing. Yeah. So last night, unbelievable. Sarah yeah. and I were at the Spiral Brewery, which is in Hastings. Everything Lovely. is named Spiral because three the bridges bridge. ago yeah. you had to go around Spiral. Uh -huh. So they and they have uh, trivia the night. mafia. Trivia Mafia, and I thought, wow, it's a brewery. Mafia? With a, and you go in there and you sign up and you play for free and you can win stuff. I'm like, well, how hard can this be? It's the biggest a bunch of... point is that you drink beer. Right. Uh -huh, these questions were, that is always the These questions stuff. were brutally hard, but the, <laughs> like the cultural beauty thing that I was getting at is a young woman who was emceeing the whole thing, uh, kind of a hippie chick, didn't shave her legs, and we we're looking at her going, God, I just, I, I, not, that's. And I get it. It's like that's the, that that was the original design, right? Mm -hmm. But it wasn't doing that's the way God made him. Mm. I don't have any hair on my legs, and I don't shave my yeah. legs. Mm. I have like hairless legs, and I don't mm. know. I'm further evolved than everybody else. Yeah, that's that must be it is culturally it a better thing. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Well, I'm Hindu. Yeah. So the uh, uh, you know shaving your head is a beauty thing. So that's the reason I do it. 
Because oh, it's a beauty. It's you, a beauty. You and Gandhi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It and he, what a hottie he was. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, man. People don't know he did well in that. Yeah, I know yeah, the lady. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. Was, oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's a lady killer. I, how oh, how yeah. am I the he only was, one that doesn't know this? I know. We look like none. So I mean, you know, it's a given. <laughs> All right, I look better than Kyle. Well, that's true. That's cool. <laughs> I look better than Kyle. He had teeny. I know that's that's hilarious. I look We're better than Kyle. We're not going this path. I don't think. I don't think every any woman is. I mean, said I know I he was a urine drinker, but I didn't know he was a lady killer too. No, he. You wouldn't like think two, those two goes time, together. Well, really? Oh yeah. We don't oh, need yeah. to go there. I know. Well, I'm just pointing good. out just the, the future that he might have. <laughs> I mean, have some class. Uh, I'm in radio. Good luck. Good Sarah, luck. this is my friend Tom. <laughs> you've, you've obviously never met. It's all true. Well, that's fair. But yeah. in any case, yes. So anyway, yeah, the story about that, I was in uh, Los Angeles area, and I, in this restaurant we were by, there were some paparazzi. And, of course, I'm with my kids, and first thing I say is, of course, they're here. For me. To see <laughs> They're here for me. Now, how old were your daughters then? This is a couple of years ago, so oh, okay, yeah. It's when my men were little, they'd say, "You know how to do that," and I'd always say, "No, yeah, no. I'm internationally ranked." Yeah. There you go. Mine have been embarrassed since they were born. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, they, but the, of course, the photographer says, "Yes, Gandhi, we were here to see you." So it was like, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> that was Gandhi. a downer there. That's it. Yeah, it all works yeah. out. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out. So just good. pissed off our Indian audience. <laughs> No, they are enjoying it. They probably My next door neighbor's from India. It is. Oh, that's right. I remember remember they came into the old... uh, But not all Hindus are from India. No. So we we might have pissed off quite a few more people from other parts of the world. Not just Indians. Well, you know, there's time left. (laughs) Let's pick on the French. French. (laughs) I hate the French, but I love their fries. My dude works like a madman. What does he do? He owns U.S. Electronics. Oh, wow. He does well. Yes. He does semi okay. Semi okay, but no, he's a very nice man. His wife is a also a doctor. They 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 do fine. Yeah, and and this is the and you unlike know, Nan, they're very humble and quiet. That yeah, is, yeah well, just, but you know my 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 family is the same. You know we have medical professionals in my family, technology people, and they must have loved it when you said I'm getting out of law school. <laughs> I'm gonna sell cars. I'm gonna sell Hyundai's. <laughs> I yeah. want to meet Harry. We got a guy from India that calls into the morning show like at least once a week, and Harry's like the nicest guy in the world, and he he tries to understand what the whole American culture thing's about. Mm-hmm. So, Tom. He's trying to figure out American culture by listening to the KQ Morning <laughs> well, Show. Well, I'm going to say he's a smart guy. Yeah. But, uh, no, he just, he he's wonders, done well for himself. Yes, he has done very well for himself. Mm-hmm. And it's a situation where he, he, he just doesn't understand. It's like, why don't American kids, like, they have all this future ahead of them and they don't care. They, they have all this opportunity and everything's wonderful. And it really does confuse him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I could understand that. You we know. had uh, Kevin Don on uh, maybe six months ago, and yeah. he said the same thing. He goes, people get mad about America, and they have no idea how good they have it. They, you need to travel oh, the know. world. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Get this out is... there and find out what else is going on. Yeah. True, yep. man. No, I, look, we just <clears throat> took that trip. We just went down the Rhine for our 35th wedding anniversary. Sarah's folks just came back from the Danube Viking oh, really? cruise. Really? Because we were thinking about doing that time. next. They loved it. Yeah, it was really terrific. But I will tell you, in Germany, France... Switzerland, Holland, people could not be nicer. Yeah. You know, we everybody thinks that everybody hates Americans. No, they as soon don't. as they found out we're American, they just thought oh, it was the greatest. Yeah. It was wonderful. The one bit of a bit of tagging that I saw, the, the graffiti, my favorite season 
is the fall of the patriarchy. <laughs> well, at least I get a sense of this educated so graffiti. So they've got college there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you can go to so college, college there. there. When, I was at, when I was at McAllister, my senior year, Mac broke the uh, collegiate record for most consecutive losses. Yeah, there were people that, that yeah. went for four years, and they never won a game. So in typical McAllister uh, fashion, they got – I mean, the stadium was packed. Wide World of Sports was there to cover it. And – Typical Mac fashion, they came up with cheers like, huzzah, make the other team relinquish the ball. And they had signs that said, Trotsky played chess. And it was just... That's funny. It was. It was really funny. funny. That's what you have, humor, with all those losses. Did I ever tell you about my last experience? We only got a minute left already. My God, this hour went by fast. This went by fast. So, Alex. uh, I have so much more material. Come on, guys. It can be extended. Come back again. Come back again next week. It'll be phenomenal. (laughs) So, Alex is in dance. We go to McAllister. And I'm sitting right on the aisle. Because I like to sit on the aisle because, you know. Oh, you did tell me. Ah, good. Yeah, so I'm sitting there, and they're doing, I don't know what the hell the play is, but all of a sudden I notice there's like some breathing to my right. I'm on the aisle, and I, and don't get offended by this. What? But what? I'm sitting down, this person is standing next to me, and I look over, and I'm dick high. Just uh-huh. naked. Zipper high? Not zipper high. Wiener high? Wiener high. Wiener he was, schnitzel. He's got, yes. they're all along the aisles, they were all naked. Mm. And I got a guy. So it's like, that's great. All these naked women, I get a guy. That's just wonderful. <laughs> that's not that's right. McAllister. That's not right. Was that's it, not right. It's not naked right. Naked Saturday? What was it? It was It was, it was, it was art. It was art. Uh, yes, it was art. Uh, well, you were there, weren't you? The, the Janet Wallace yeah, Fine Art Auditorium. You know, I'm oh, surprised yeah. you went there because you know what happened in that auditorium for the very first time? What? Prairie Home Companion. That's where it started. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Garrison, oh. how's he doing? I think he's financially doing okay he lives in new york i know that he, he left here he sold I, his house didn't he i almost hit him with my bike one day driving down grand avenue is that why his glasses are sitting sideways like still, he still hasn't straightened he still hasn't straightened those eyes out well nan we're gonna have to have you come back although i am gonna need some help i always write synopsises up of these episodes how are we gonna i have urine no. drinking Schmoozing. urine, urine drinking yeah. let's leave that part out. <laughs> i do not want my name associated with your we never heard the orchestra story oh we did though we did. yeah how my kids uh, you know my daughter well, we have to, rebook to be yep. we will we'll get them back thanks for being on the show it. It ladies if nice uh, single ladies all the single ladies go see go to hopkins <laughs> all the you know just bug them drive them crazy ask for a bunch of personal test drives and Fall in love with those dark, smoky eyes. This is episode 21 of Walzer Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets.